by any measure of what constitutes an elite NFL career, wins, championships, production, Julian has it all. Few players can match Julian's achievements, period. But considering his professional trajectory and longevity, the group is even more select. It is historic. This is a tribute to his legendary competitiveness, mental and physical toughness, and his will to excel. Day in and day out, Julian was always the same. All out. Then in the biggest games and moments, with the championship at stake, he reached even greater heights and delivered some of the best, most thrilling performances. For all Julian did for our team, what I may appreciate the most is he was the quintessential throwback player. He could and did do everything. Catch, run, throw, block, return, cover, and tackle. All with an edge and an attitude that would not allow him to fail under any circumstances. Julian Edelman is the ultimate competitor, and it was a privilege to coach him. Bill Belichick, New England Patriots, head coach. Because I think the purpose of faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle, and that there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us. And we're back. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Ray. I'm with my boy, Connor. Welcome to this special Dear Pats Nation Julian Edelman Retirement Podcast. Thank you to everybody who's tuning in live, watching the replay, or listening on the podcast. We are trying to build a community of football and Patriot fans, and this shouldn't have to be said, but we could never do it without all of you, and we appreciate everybody who watches and engages with us. If you're watching live, we hope that you'll get involved in the live chat. If you couldn't watch it live, we hope that you make sure to drop a comment and let us know what you're thinking. And if you end up liking the show, make sure you help us out with those analytics by hitting that like button. And if you want to see everything that comes out of Dear Pats Nation, don't forget to subscribe. And hey, man, if you want to connect with us on social media, all the links to our social media pages can be found in the description, uh, no matter how you are watching or listening to this show. And you know... From catching the winning touchdown in Super Bowl 49 to making the catch in Super Bowl 51 to his MVP performance in Super Bowl 53, Julian Edelman was one of three pillars in the second half of the dynasty. And when Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, and Julian Edelman. 100%. It's a sad day because, as Edelman said, the wheels have finally fallen off. His words, the final pillar has fallen and the dynasty 2.0 can be officially declared dead. Yeah. I think it's one of those moments, O'Connor, that don't be sad it's over. Be happy that it happened. No, I Um, I agree. Do you want to just give, I got a lot to say, as you know, I got a lot to say about Edelman and I was sending you some pretty sappy text messages earlier today, but um, did you want to take a minute, talk about this news? What you thought, what you think about Julian Edelman, and just what you're going to remember about him. I mean, it's I have mixed feelings about it. I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he's retired and he's going on to the next phase in his life. I tweeted out earlier that he's going to have a ton of opportunities. Everyone knows Julian Edelman's the man. So he he's going to do great things after football. I think he's only 34, 35. He's got a whole life ahead of him. So I'm happy that he's calling it quits while he can still be healthy and he's not trying to overextend that knee. He's done so much for us, man. As a Patriots fan, I love the guy. He was just a true Patriot. I thought Bill Belichick hit the nail on the head with everything that he said about him. Just a tough, hard-nosed football player who epitomized the Patriots way. He did everything. He played defense. He returned punts. Just uh, a seventh-round pick who went from, you know, uh, backup quarterback to 
one of the best wide receivers we've seen in a Patriots uniform. Huge part of the dynasty, 2.0, obviously. Just just a true Patriot. It's very sad to see him go, but at the same time, I'm also very happy for him. Here, Mike's muted. I'm very happy for him as well. You know, when Tom Brady left last season, I was disappointed. I don't think I felt the same gut-wrenching pain that maybe other Patriot fans did. I know you experienced it when Tom Brady left, but I've also admitted to people that I didn't love Tom Brady the way people love, you know, most Patriot fans love Tom Brady. Uh, I love what he did for this team. I appreciate and love what he did for me as a fan. I think he's the greatest quarterback to ever play. I think he's the all-time Patriot. Any adjective you want to pick, insert it there. But I didn't have this like deep-rooted love for the guy. It had, I don't know what it was, just I didn't. I just really I respected him. Th- this punched me in the gut today. Uh, Julian Edelman is up there. He's a Dante Hightower, a Willie McGinnis to me. That's where he sits on the list of, of my favorite Patriots of all times. Uh, as most of you know, who are the ones who've been around for a long time, my dog's name is Jules. Uh, my, you know, it, it's that's what number eleven meant to me. And I texted Connor today and said, "Is it? Is it? You know, is it dumb that I shed a tear over this?" And it was when I watched his retirement video. Yeah, which I was really happy that came out after because when I saw the first news that came out that just said the Patriots were terminating his contract because he failed the physical. Right. Which again tells me that the media needs to take a second before they start breaking things and allow things to happen right. My, I was sad. And I was sad because to me, Edelman wasn't going out on his own terms. And just on Saturday, I had done an episode of the No Sources podcast and we talked about whether or not Edelman was going to go. And there was a lot of Patriot fans who were optimistic that he was going to be back this year. But we had heard that the knee was bad. I think it was Karen Garrigan who came out and said the knee is bad. And there was basically two major pieces of news that put the Patriots in a position that they had to make a decision. The first one being surgery and operations wouldn't have repaired the issue. The knee was was done. And the other one was is the probability that Julian Edelman could play an entire season was zilch. Even last night on Patriots Outsider, I asked Lawrence about it, and he said, I don't see any reason that Julian Edelman's not a Patriot next year. And then less than 24 hours later, it comes out they terminated his contract. So I was so happy when retirement came out because what I was worried about was Edelman not wanting to retire. And we had heard that he he didn't want to retire, and I was worried that he was now going to try to float around the league and try to find a team. Again, I don't see him as a fit in Tampa Bay this year, so I didn't think that was a fit. And I'm so happy that he got to sit in that chair at Gillette Stadium and kind of say goodbye the right way. Right. And, you know, Edelman's a guy who's, like, again, he's, he's. I mean, well, you know, as long as my dog's alive and she's only eight months old, so hopefully I got at least 10 years, he's going to be honored in our house as Jules. I own more Julian Edelman jerseys than I own any other jerseys. Uh, you know, the red gloves, the red shoes, the moments, the double pass to Amendola, like time, moment after moment after moment. Uh, Julian Edelman, I, it's absolutely and the and the outpour we saw from Patriot fans today was just unbelievable as well. And even the intro, you you saw what what and heard what Belichick said about him, yeah. And and Kraft had nice words to say as well. And I mean, Belichick summed it up that he could do absolutely everything. And even though I think that this was the best move, both for the Patriots and Edelman, it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Right. Um, just knowing that 11's not going to be on the field next year, or at least Edelman, because the Patriots are a next man up, and I assume soon enough there will be another number 11 on the field, like there will be another 87. I think 12 is going to be the only number that doesn't get replaced. Yeah. The debate of whether he's a Hall of Famer and all that kind of stuff has started already. I don't even want to get into that tonight. I don't yeah, even want to get either. into that tonight. I just want to talk about Edelman. We put it out on all our social media, our YouTube page. We asked people for their stories. We got a lot of of comments back. We're going to get through as many as we can. We're going to get into the live chats. And, uh, you know, we're going to dedicate this episode to one of the all-time Patriots who – like Patrick Chung, who's another one of those, you know, second one of those defensive pillars of the dynasty. 
I, I look forward to the day that Julian Edelman is wearing his red jacket in the Patriots Hall of Fame. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as far as the Patriots Hall of Fame, he's he's got to go down as a first ballot guy. I mean, he he's just that he was the epitome. He was right there. It was Brady, Gronk, and Edelman in the Dynasty 2.0. I mean, he just had so many clutch performances in the playoffs and the Super Bowl. I still remember the um, overtime versus the Chiefs in the AFC Championship, where it was third and ten, two plays in a row. Julian Edelman con- converted on third and ten, back to back drive, back to back plays on that drive. I mean, there's just so many times where he came through in the clutch. I mean, he was like David Ortiz. Whenever it was a clutch moment, he came through. Uh, it, it's tough, man. It's tough that Edelman Edelman's done. But again, like I said before, I'm I'm happy for him. I think he's gonna have he's gonna have a great career and whatever else he decides to do after this. And we are definitely going to hear what all of Pat's Nation has to say. But first, I got to tell you that supported Dear Pat's Nation is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. When was the last time you could see behind the bushes? Connor, today I received my package from Manscaped that came with my new lawnmower 3.0. Nice. Haven't got to try it out yet, but turned it on. Great. Great blades on it. So I don't know if I'll update you guys on how the shave went, but it is something that I'm looking forward to doing. Connor, you said it's been since 1988 since you could see through the bushes. I'm sure you're excited to to get rid of that little deforestization. Yeah. And uh, but you know, it's nerve-wracking to to shave the nether regions, right? Cuts, rash, irritation, pulling of the hair. Dude, that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineer team, Connor, spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and they just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. This third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to that advanced skin-safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. Connor, anytime I hear the word skin-safe technology, it makes me feel good when I'm thinking about my boys, you know? Manscaped obsesses over technology development to provide you the best tools for the grooming experience, and they only use the best ingredients in all of their formulations. Connor, did you know this? Here's a little tip. I didn't know if you know this. When you trim the bushes, the tree stands taller. Did you know that? I've heard that. I've heard those rumors. So you can get growth without growth. How phenomenal is that? Nice. And look, guys, when I tell you that this is premium, I mean it's premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can take a longer shape. Think about it. It's been since 1988 for Connor. Think about how long it's going to take him to deforestize that. You can have 90 minutes of that. They've upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about that charging stand, man. Show off your mower loud and proud. I'm going to do it right on my dining room table. Because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. And if you're listening to me speak right now, you are one of the first people to hear about this life-changing product. And I want you to experience it firsthand yourself. Trim that junk of yours, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code RayRoute at manscaped.com. Level up your hygiene routine with the only the best manscaping tools. Your balls will thank you. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code RayRoute. That's R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H. What is it, Connor? R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H. At manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the promo code RayRoute. Trim your junk with Manscaped. Support Dear Pats Nation in style by gearing yourself up with some DPN merchandise over at teesprings.com slash stores slash DPN. We have left the link in the description of this YouTube video and on the podcast. All right, Connor, before we can really get into the whole Julian Edelman thing, I think we owe some people an apology. Absolutely. I was I fell asleep at the wheel last night and pretty much all of the donations apparently i missed six of them six super chats six super chats so my so, apologies to all six of you um we went back and found them yeah so we went back and found them we're going to address them tonight and i think i just want everybody to know we're putting in a new system uh the chat's a lot it's hard for connor to keep up with everything and i know how it is when i'm trying to do it so i'm going to be watching super chats connor's going to be watching the regular chat this way we don't miss anything that's right. But let's look at them. Here's our first one, Connor. Comes from Cole. Says, hey, Connor, how about those Red Sox? The Red Sox are looking like they're going to be legit, kid. 
Uh, yesterday was one of the most ridiculous games I've seen in a while. The pa- that Red Sox, I mean, put up two touchdowns. They look like the Patriots out there. J.D. Martinez, three home runs. I mean, he's on pace to hit like 70. Obviously, that's probably a little bit unsustainable, but the team as a whole looks ridiculous. J.D. Martinez is on a tear. Rafael Devers is on a tear. They they jumped out to a 6-3 to three, uh, record after losing the first three, obviously. They're, they're going to be good. I, I said this on Patreon way back in the beginning. I think they're going to be a volatile team. They're going to go on some streaks where they lose and they don't look like they're going to be very good, and they're going to go on streaks where they look like they're unstoppable. I just want to see them make it to the playoffs because then they have a chance. The Hook Mike says, Cam has all the tools that he had when he succeeded in his MVP year with a better defense. Cam is going to do fine. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see on that one. Obviously, that was back in, I think it was 2015. So Cam was obviously six years younger. Um, He ran the ball like crazy back then. He was predominantly a running running quarterback uh we'll see though he's obviously gonna have a way better defense special teams is gonna be elite the offense is gonna be very good they're gonna run the ball great they're gonna have a great offensive line i think cam's gonna improve i've said that many times i i don't think he's gonna take a step back i think he's gonna take a step forward but we'll see i'm not looking for cam newton to be the mvp this season i'm just looking for him to you know make the throws when he needs to and not turn the football over basically Bruce says, any stock into the Rodgers trade, or is it just hot air? I think it was Mo Channel who put that one out, so it's probably going to be a done deal by, like, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, I think that's totally hot air. I don't know who put that out, but it was probably Mo Channel's burner account. I, I don't think that that's going to happen, to be honest with you. Cato says, does a quarterback at 96 lock the job or compete with Jared Stidham? So if the Patriots take a quarterback in the third round, does he compete with Stidham or is he locked as the backup? I'm sleeping on Jared Stidham more than I was sleeping on the chat last night. Um, I, I have I have little to no faith in Stidham. I've said that many times. I, I agree, though, with kind of what Kraft said. He hasn't had the fairest shake, but every opportunity that he's been out there, he has not looked good. I look at him. I've said this before. I, I think he's a, a Ryan Mallet. I think he's just kind of a backup. I don't see him taking over, commanding an offense, and and really being a serious starting quarterback in the NFL. I think if they draft somebody, they can be at least a, equivalently as confident in, in that person as they are in Jared Stidham right now, and they probably have more upside. So if Jared Stidham doesn't look great in uh, preseason, I, I think he might not even be on the team. My Patriots update says first round round if it's Mond, Rashad Bateman, second round Mond. So saying grab uh Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman, what position does he play? I'm not even I'm not even sure who that is, to be honest with you, Vasil. Try to guess, try to give a breakdown of his game. Um Bateman. I had a sixth grade teacher who was Mr. Bateman. Um Okay, Rashad Bateman is a wide receiver out of Minnesota. Wide, Wide receiver out of Minnesota. Sheesh. He's a vertical um, guy. He can be right. a featured receiver on a vertical offense. He could be that vertical guy that the Patriots are looking for. I, I wouldn't be opposed to that then. I figured if they were going to draft a wide receiver, I was looking at hopefully them getting Jalen Waddle, but he might not be there, obviously. I think Devonta Smith will probably be gone. I, I don't know. If I'm the Patriots and I don't get a quarterback in the first round, I'm not opposed to them moving back and getting – you know, a couple of picks later on and then drafting Kellen Mond in the second and having a ton of second, third, fourth round picks. But it would be good to get a, uh, a a wide receiver who can stretch the field as well, although I think Nelson Aguilar is going to be that guy this year, and I think he's going to be pretty good at it. All right, and finally, King Cato says, Jay scored 15, Rod, Red Sox 14. Who's more legit? Sheesh. I guess they're right. they're right there neck and neck at that point. 15 runs is absurd. Uh, just an astronomical number to put up in baseball. That's like a, a an NFL offense putting up 50 points, essentially. That's that's just insane. Good for them. I think both teams are going to be legit, though, to answer the question. All right. Again, we apologize for the miss. And, yeah, we apologize for the miss. So we are going to start now talking about Julian Edelman, Tom Brady, just tweeted out a little while ago. He said, on the biggest stage and the biggest moments, you always came through. You never lost that chip on your shoulder, and you never let anyone define you as a person or player. I'm proud of you, Jules. Love you. 
Nice. I was waiting to uh, hear what Brady had to say. Obviously, they've been very good friends for a long time. Crazy that Julian Edelman is uh, having to hang it up and Tom Brady's still going. It's it's nuts. But they, they had a fantastic career together. Julian Edelman never played with any other quarterback. Um, so it was nice. You knew Tom Brady was going to come out and say something nice about Edelman's retirement. Just a fantastic career together with those two. They had so much success together. So... Good. Absolutely. That was that was good to hear. Prior to the show starting, I just happened to click on it on YouTube and saw in the saw in the chat that Love Vibration Nation had actually left a super chat. So I'm just going to read it out. Love Vibration Nation says, "Knees don't go back." Ask Or Pedroia and now Jules. There is no receiver that was more clutch in the playoffs, and this man he is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Julian Edelman came through in the clutch in every big moment. When you go back and think about Julian Edelman, you think about what he did in all these playoff games. The Super Bowl, he's obviously an MVP versus uh, the Rams. You know, he just to get to that Super Bowl, he was extremely clutch in that Chiefs game as well. Um, prior to that, he had that throw versus the Ravens, obviously. It was like every big game where they really needed someone to step up, that guy was Julian Edelman. He was just completely clutched throughout his entire career. And on top of that, third down all the time as well. I feel like it, when it was third and four, third and six, Tom Brady always looked for Julian Edelman. He almost always came through. All right, so just looking at the chat a little bit here. Master Tamas says, thank you for your service, Jules. You were a great patriot. Absolutely. Absolutely. He was a great Patriot. That's, that sums it up. And he was, he was the definition of the Patriots way for the past 10, 10 years for the past decade. Um, just, just a good dude. A boy Chevy on production says if Terrell Owens made the hall of fame, Jules will make it arguably the greatest playoff wide receiver ever. Connor, how much do you think the playoffs should factor into a hall of fame career? That's a good question. I guess I would have to really read the credentials of what gets people into the Hall of Fame and how much they weigh the playoffs. If the playoffs are weighed, then Julian Edelman should be more towards the top of the list. I mean, Terrell Owens obviously had a fantastic year. He he was a top wide receiver year in and year out. Um, I don't know, though. I mean, Edelman came alive when it really mattered, which I think is the most important thing. You know, who who plays when the games mean the most? I mean, if you, you put up 150 yards in week four, five, six, seven every year and and really go off during the regular season, but then you don't do anything in the playoffs. I mean, it's a, at the end of the, the day, it's still a team game. Julian Edelman was a team player. I, I think he should at least get something out of that. So I think Julian Edelman will be right on the cuff. I think if Eli Manning makes the Hall of Fame, you have to put Julian Edelman in. That's my opinion. I think yeah. that yep. there's been a lot of Hall of Famers to come out and say Eli is a Hall of Famer. If he is eventually selected into the Hall of Fame, then there's no argument not to put Julian Edelman in the Hall of Fame because his playoff numbers don't lie either. Right. No, ab- absolutely. And if you think about that initial piece i put out when i said you know he caught the winning touchdown in 49 he made the catch in 51 and then he was the mvp of 53 he's right up there with hightower and brady and the big moment playoff super bowl plays yeah no absolutely i think he's he's right behind the tom right behind that tom brady with with rob gronkowski you know just just a guy who consistently and always came through when the patriots needed him to Tiffany Green says, for me, Edelman is the modern-day Calvin Johnson mini Megatron. Yeah, I mean, I don't I I don't disagree. I mean, Megatron was obviously phenomenal when he had his uh prime there in his career. I know he retired at like the age of 30, and the Detroit Lions obviously never really made much of a, a playoff run when he was there, unfortunately. But he was phenomenal throughout the entire season. And yeah, Edelman, he's the he's the Minitron. Casey Johnson says, man, Edelman is gone. I remember the incredible catch in the Super Bowl versus the Falcons. That was amazing. Detroit had Megatron. New England had Minitron. So yep. just seen, seen a lot of love uh, being poured out for Julian Edelman. I think at this time, Connor, I would like to share Julian's retirement video. Oh, yeah. Fantastic video. Um. I'm hoping that it doesn't get hit for copyright. 
Yeah. But I'm kind of, I'm willing to take that chance at this point. Right. If you can't hear it, just lift up your hand, okay? Nothing in my career has ever come easy. And no surprise, this isn't going to be easy either. Now, I've always said, I'm going to go until the wheels come off. And uh, they finally have fallen off. Due to an injury last year, I'll be making my official announcement of my retirement from football. It was a hard decision but the right decision for me and my family. And I'm honored and so proud to be retiring a Patriot. There are a million people I have to thank. Mr. Kraft, the Kraft family, learned so much from you guys on and off the field. Coach Belichick, giving me my opportunity. I always love you for that. My teammates have gone to war. We've lost some, we've won some. You guys will always be my brothers. So all my coaches that I played under, I appreciate all your insight, all your hard work, all your knowledge. It's the entire Patriots organization from the meal ladies, to the people that clean up after us, to the people in the hallways, the training staff, the strength staff. We share so many awesome memories that I'll never forget. And of course, my family. You guys have always had my back. It's been the best 12 years of my life. It's a hell of a run. And I can't forget you, Patriot Nation. You guys have welcomed me and my family to a region we do not know, we didn't know. But now, I'm one of you. I'm gonna leave you guys with two words. Foxborough, forever. Oh, it's like a punch to the gut watching it again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, fantastic video, fantastic um, way to go out for him there. But, yeah, it's it's – it's tough, man. I, I honestly thought, you know, a couple of months ago that Julian Edelman was probably going to play one more season. Maybe that was wishful thinking. And I just really wanted him to see him out there again and to, to see him go out, you know, with the ring. You think of all these guys who have had such fantastic careers for the Patriots and you just want them all to go out on top. You want them all to be able to, you know, win the Super Bowl and then retire right after in the offseason and walk off into the sunset. But Football's a tough game, and a lot of that time that it, it just doesn't happen, unfortunately. And I can say that I'm thrilled that he retired as a Patriot. Absolutely. It, it, it's bad enough pumped. that there's a couple guys in the league that are probably going to sign one-day contracts to retire a Patriot. I'm happy that the last jersey he wore you know, had the flying Elvis on the side. Me too, and I, I just want to say I don't believe anything out there that anyone's saying that he's going to come back and sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't think that's going to happen. I've seen a lot of that. I think that's nonsense. No, I. apparently the pain in the knee won't go away. Yep. I think it's it's tough, too, just for people to 
to accept sometimes that these guys aren't machines and they're actually just human beings. Right. Exactly. I'm, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. He's, he's also obviously older for a wide receiver, older for anybody who plays football. It's a very, very tough game on their body. Uh, we got a super chat here from Ross who just says Edelman was legendary. From talent to leadership, there are few that have matched his impact on the Patriots organization and Patriots nation. He was my blue-collar hero and always made me believe that anything is possible. Dude, I mean, just he's the embodiment of the Patriots way. I think that's what I I texted at you today. Like, he's just that blue-collar embodiment of the Patriots way. Take the beating, play hurt, play injured. I mean, we remember even 2019 when they didn't even get past a wild card round. And he was playing with so many different injuries. Right, right. No, I think Ross nailed it on the head right here. I mean, he was just a tough, hard-nosed football player. Bill Belichick summed it up perfectly talking about him. He was just the old school, you know. He would go out there and and catch the pass over the middle and take the beatings on third and six. You know, he knew the linebacker was going to hit him. He still caught the football and hung in there. He was just a tough, tough player. Um, A guy that we probably aren't going to see that many of going forward. He he was a special breed, man. Yeah, he really, really was. Uh, John writes... So what do you guys think Jules will do next? Broadcasting, caller commentary, or coaching? And yes, he should be elected into the Hall of Fame. Well, we are prepared here on Dear Pat's Nation to offer him an unpaid internship. (laughs) He will have to compete with McChicken, but I I agree. I'm ready to offer him that opportunity. Uh, I think Connor put out before, Julian Edelman can do whatever he wants. He's probably going to get offers to do commentary. He's a funny guy. He's spunky. He's passionate, smart. You know, we see what he does on his YouTube page and his burger time and and all that kind of stuff. I would love to see him hang around, even if he doesn't come back in an an official coaching capacity, but be there at training camp, help the young guys, especially the rookies and or some of the guys coming into the team very much like who's the receiver hanging around for the for the Patriots right now. It's um, um, now he's become a coach. Ty Law, not Ty Law. Um, no, not Ty Law. It's a, a, wide coach, re- a, wide a former Patriots wide receiver. Yeah, from the from the first dynasty. Troy Brown. Troy Brown. That's it. Troy Brown. Yep. You know, hanging around. He basically got himself a coaching gig. I don't know why I said Ty Law. Ty Law wasn't even a receiver. Anyways, right. you know what I mean. Um, I'd love to see it, but I, I think he can do whatever he wants. I agree. I'm, I'm sure the wounds are fresh. I don't. I don't think he wanted to go out this way. You know, Edelman would have wanted to go off walking off the field, not limping off the field like he did, but we'll have to see what he does. Or maybe he just wants to spend time with his daughter now. Who knows? Right. Right. Who knows? I think he's in a position where it's completely up to him. He's probably has enough money where he can just never do anything again for the rest of his life and completely retire and just hang out with his family. Maybe that's what he wants to do. I mean, he he can do anything at this point. He's the man, like I said, and everyone knows it. He can go on WEI and be a, and do sports radio. He can be on ESPN. He can get a job tomorrow with Barstool. I'm sure he he has all sorts of options that are going to come his way. He, it's really going to be up to him what he wants to do. You just picked like every publication or every media group. I don't want to watch or see him on. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, any anyone that he wants to join, though, I'm sure they they'd be happy to have him. JRC says, I would not be surprised if he came back as a wide receiver coach for the Patriots. No, I wouldn't be surprised about that either. Um, Wes Welker is still a wide receiver coach right now, I believe. I think for the 49ers, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go on and be a wide receiver coach again. If that's what he wants to do, I'm sure he would end up getting a coaching job and as a wide receiver or a special teams coach somewhere if he wants to. I hope it's with New England. I hope it's not like Welker who goes somewhere else. I would. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to see him anywhere else but New England. We've seen Patriot legends now like Rabel and Welker, yeah, just coaching other places. I want to see him in New England. I just can't picture Jules wearing anybody else's logo on his shirt. Right. Yeah. I, I would definitely like to see him stay with New England as well. Ho- hey, we hopefully, want- the opportunity presents himself. 
Hey, we want to thank all our Deer Patch Nation Loyalty Club members over at patreon.com slash DPN Sports. For only $5 a month, Connor and I record an exclusive webcast Sunday through Thursday. So if you like all the free content we offer here, can I suggest that you check out our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash DPN Sports. We don't have any tiers where we charge you for different levels of access. We have one tier. It costs $5 and you'll get five webcasts a week and you can participate in a Patreon exclusive live stream every second friday you can hang in the chat or you can join connor and i on the screen and have a voice-to-voice conversation with us and other dear pats nation loyalty club members but in order to get that content you have to join the club and you can only do that by going over to www.patreon.com dpn sports if you'd like to check it out we have left the link to the dear pats nation patreon page wherever and however you are listening or watching this show visit rockymountainbarber.com and get all the products you need to take care of your hair beard and skin get their small batch all natural beard bombs and oils pre-shave oils lotions hair products razor blades and so much more visit rocky mountain barber company and use the promo code ray route and save five percent off all your orders get your small batch hygiene products at rockymountainbarber.com so as always we put today's subject out on our social media platforms twitter instagram facebook uh, our community page here on youtube and we just wanted to get feedback from patch nation as well as the live chat but I'm going to go through Twitter right now. Doofy says third and 14 and the go ahead touchdown in Super Bowl 49, the Super Bowl 51 catch, the whole 2018 run, especially in the Super Bowl. Can't just pick one. Also forgot the touchdown pass versus Baltimore. Can't believe I almost forgot that one. And I think to me, that goes just how involved Julian Edelman has been in so many different just plays for the Patriots. Yep that he you can't even like think of all his plays when you're trying to pick down like what's that one play that that you will always remember for him oh no i mean obviously the catch versus atlanta in the super bowl was just one of the most ridiculous plays of of all time i think in nfl history that one's going to go down 20 30 80 years from now people are still going to be talking about that catch but he had so many plays for the Patriots, man. He did it year in and year out in a, in a whatever 11, 12-year career that he had here. There are so many plays. It's it's very hard to pinpoint them. Brianne says the team just decreased in hotness by 30% now. Oh, that's not a, that's not good. So I guess there must still be two hot people on the team, but that's that's a large decrease right out the gate right there. So I'm just going to read you guys a conversation I had with my wife today. So just to update everybody here in Ontario, the province I live in, my kids are on spring break right now. And we, nice. they, we just found out today that the kids are getting pulled out of school next week and they're back to online learning only because we're at like 4,000 cases a day now. It just in our like little area. So I wrote my wife back to online school, knew this was coming. I don't know why they waited. She wrote sucky or the kids upset because she wrote back a little bit later. I wrote, yeah. yeah, they're okay, but I'm distraught right now. The Patriots cut jewels, failed physical. What? No! Cry face. Are, yeah. you, okay? Are you actually okay? <laughs> <laughs> White Gorilla says, no better catch in Super Bowl, surrounded by three defenders at the Atlanta game. Absolutely one that's always going to be there. Uh, Gabriel says, best moment ever, shows the catch from the 28-3 game. Isaac Dobble says, Super Bowl 51 catch, of course. All good things come to an end, and Jules gave us amazing moments. Left everything on the field for the Patriots. Thanks for everything, Jules. Pat's Hall of Fame ring awaits for you. Absolutely. 110%. I mean, it has to be a Patriots Hall of Fame ring for this guy. I mean, for sure. Beantown Breakdown, thank you so much up, for the man? super chat, man. Says, what I love the most about Jules is he treats the first down marker in the end zone the same way. He didn't know how to fail Foxborough forever. 100%, man. I mean, that was the thing. He would fight for every inch. He would always find a way to get to the first down mark. He would always find a way to get into the end zone. Julian Edelman, man, he he was just so tough, obviously. He always found a way to pick up that extra yardage. Yeah, and, you know, almost to a fault, there was times that I would get mad at Jules and just just go down. Right. You no, know, because I I think he fumbled the ball once or twice. It's like just just go down. Why did you have to fight for that one yard? But that's just him. He couldn't just go down. That wasn't that was his Edelman whole career, was. man. You add up all those yards, he probably picked up thousands of yards in his career just by constantly fighting for that extra yard. Ian says he's a legend in Foxborough. Wish him the best. 
Lucas had the best. He just sent us the meme saying, you're too old, him screaming at Brady, which I yeah. think will, yep. that'll go down as an iconic sort of Julian Edelman moment. Right. Right. Because they went on to win the Super Bowl that season, if I remember correctly. That was that year. I think he was... I. I think he was either screaming at that to him during the Chiefs game or during yep. the Rams game. That's when he was screaming at him, you're too old. Right. Uh, Rusty McKeever says, this was coming. Hopefully he walks away while he can. So I think that, like the rest of us, we're all just hoping that he will continue going forward. We'll just continue. This This was a retirement announcement for me. At first, when I saw it, that he was cut, I was kind of little bit curious and then i read robert Kraft's statement where he said in the statement that it was a retirement and then obviously julian edelman's video came out to me this is a foregone conclusion he has officially retired from football i don't i don't see it being anything else uh ross says no words and then just a crying gif makes sense i feel you mike baker says the past of danny amendola never forget it yeah, that's one that I'll always remember as well. If we remember correctly in that one, the Patriots were down 14 to nothing and then 28 to 14. Julian Edelman was an astronomical part of making those both ridiculous comebacks. And again, going to and winning the Super Bowl that season. Just so many plays. He was just always there. When you look back on all those Super Bowl runs that the Patriots made in the Dynasty 2.0, he was just at the forefront. You look at the, he was a part of the big three. Tom Brady, you Rob Ronkowski, Julian Edelman, they they were the three pillars of all of those Super Bowls, all, all of those successful seasons even. My Patriots update says definitely seems as if he's retiring. I'm happy for the man, real legend. He's actually one of the people that I first started falling in love with when I was little. Edelman, love you, bro. Yeah, that's a that's a good guy to fall in love with when you start to watch football. It's a guy who played the game the right way. He was a good dude on and off the field. A good role model, good guy to look up to. Tom says it was probably the pass to Danny against the Ravens that comes to mind for me, but his yeah. heart was so big. Yeah. I mean, we saw that every every game. Like we said, he fought for every inch. He played with a, an astronomical amount of heart. Man, he probably as much, if not more heart, than anybody we've seen come through the doors here in New England. Summer says, Scam Newton. No, he didn't. <laughs> Summer says, just the fact that he was always on the field, a true animal and savage. Nice, nice. I appreciate that, Summers, because when you started that off, I thought it was serious. You thought it was real? <laughs> I thought it was real, yeah. I was going to be like, oh, my goodness. He replied on. to an Edelman piece with, with Scam <laughs> Newton. All right, you want to uh, grab a couple of the chats here, see what people are saying? Yes, sir. I have one right here from uh, Demigod1. He says, welcome to Edelman to Jacoby passing on the torch. We'll ha- we'll have to see if if Jacoby Myers can step up. Those are some big shoes to fill. But I said the same thing when Wes Welker walked away. I'm like, those are very big shoes to fill, and then Edelman filled them. So we'll we'll see. We'll see what we'll see what's up with Jacoby Myers. I don't think we ever know who's going to do what because I think one of the things we need to remember is is that they brought in Danny Amendola to replace Wes Welker. That's true, and it ended up being Julian Edelman who replaced Wes Welker. So. I really want to know if who's the next guy who's going to come in and put in this sort of effort the way Julian Edelman did. We heard all about him basically pestering Tom Brady to go throw together back in the day, especially when West, when Welker left so that he could become his guy. And I mean, really just put in that effort to become who he is. Right. I remember Julian Edelman flew out to California and stayed with Tom Brady. And this was before Julian Edelman was a star. You know, he really put in the work. Yeah, no, absolutely. Going off of that as well, Gray Wolf Warrior here says, uh, born the new slot. Well, you can go check out the Kendrick Bourne film room now up on the Deer Pats Nation YouTube page put up by Lawrence Owen today. Uh, but when I had Lawrence on Patriots Outsider yesterday, he said that Kendrick Bourne reminded him a lot of Julian Edelman and the things that Julian Edelman does. And he actually said that Bourne could be the Patriots' next Edelman. Yeah, I, I, I think that might make more sense than Jacoby Myers. It seems like Bourne's going to be able to play pretty well out of the slot. And maybe Bill Belichick kind of already knew this was coming and this could be his his plan in hindsight because Edelman and Bill Belichick are obviously very close. So Edelman might have already hinted to him this might be coming. Yeah. We got one right here from uh, Young Man 921 He says, Gronk 2.0. He will be signing in Tampa in 5-4-3-2. 
Uh, no, no, he will not be. I think he's retired. I don't think he's going to play anymore. Maybe I'm yeah. wrong. Maybe he's going to break my heart, but I don't think he's going to play this year. All right, we got one here from CNS420. Says Julian Edelman be questioned if he's going to the Hall of Fame or not because he played his whole career with Tom Brady. Um, I don't know if you can question that with somebody, whether or not they should make the Hall of Fame because of who they played with. There will always be something like that then. That's like saying Jerry Rice shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame because he played with Montana and Young. Right, so. that's that's like you know discounting Devontae Adams' season last year because he played with uh, Aaron Rodgers. I hope people don't look at it like that. I think that he's going to be questioned for the Hall of Fame based on his regular season numbers. The argument right. is going to come is the contribution that he made in the playoffs, which is spectacular. He has playoff records. He's done things absolutely phenomenal. Yep. And I think that that's where it's all going to come down to. No, I, I agree. I think obviously in the playoffs, he was just absolutely spectacular. Regular season, he was always very good. But we'll, we'll have to see. Patriots Hall of Fame, no-brainer. You know, uh, NFL Hall of Fame, we'll, we'll see what happens from, if, from there. If he doesn't get into the Patriots Hall of Fame, that's our fault because that's a fan-voted thing. Yeah, I mean, he. I think the first time he goes up for the vote, he should win automatically regardless of who else is up there. I'm on I'm on board with Randy Moss. He says, Dear Pats Nation, Jules has a lot of money. I think he'd be happy to be a free intern. <laughs> I agree with uh, Randy Moss over here. I mean, he, he's also getting some money because they chose to cut him today instead of having him retire, which was the right thing to do for Kraft and uh, Bill Belichick, obviously. Yeah, so, so he, he'll get his he'll get his his buy his guarantee. Yeah, so he he he'll have some money, so he he can obviously work as a free intern this season if he wants to. So, Julian, come on over, man. Yeah, if anybody wants, if you. anybody wants to reach out to Jules and let him know that, oh, no, not you. Every time I say Jules, my dog thinks I'm calling her. <laughs> um, if you want to reach out to Jules, let him know that we're looking for an unpaid intern. You know, McChicken, I'm sorry, like we we will, yeah, we will give him away. We we we'd have to uh, we'd have to address that situation. Speaking of McChicken here, he just want he is here checking up on everyone. He wants to know how everyone's behaving tonight. All right, can we get one more serious comment? Let's see. Um, let's see here. Pat's Pat Sox Celts Pen says Belichick won seven games with QB throwing less TDs than they did in the fifties. Very That's true. Good. Joshua Little John says Edelman gave his best since the day he was drafted. I remember him playing DB for God's sakes. He deserves nothing but praise. And it's true. If you remember back in 2011, 2012, that uh, 2011-2012, he was playing defensive back. Yes, I, I actually saw those highlights today on Twitter when he retired. Um, I actually saw him get a hit on a quarterback, and I saw him square out in the middle of the field and make an open field tackle on a wide receiver. It was, it was some pretty impressive highlights that I forgot about. Uh, Ray, why'd you name a girl's dog Jules? Because Gronk would have looked ridiculous on a girl dog. And Jules is actually, if you look it up, Jules is more of a girl name than a boy name. But thanks for cutting in there, Randy Moss. <laughs> I feel like that's NFL talk. It. It could be. It could be. I don't know. There's somebody who comes in here with a lot of uh I'm watching carefully. I'm watching carefully. Uh JRC says his performance at the Super Bowl against the Rams was a clinic on route running. One hundred percent. I mean, he was consistently open against one of the best defenses in the league that year. He had whatever it was, a hundred plus yards. He kept picking up first downs. He was phenomenal. It, it was just the epitome epitome of Julian Edelman's career, always getting open when the big moment when they needed him to. Guys, there are different ways that you can support Dear Pats Nation, but the only way that you can do it in style is by visiting the Dear Pats Nation merch shop over at www.teesprings.com slash store slash DPN. And when you're there, you can get your hands on all the newest DPN apparel, including our exclusive No Sources t-shirts that will only be available until April 30th. But you can get yourself your hands on some other t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, and all the other Dear Pats Nation merch by visiting www.teesprings.com slash store slash DPN. For your convenience, Connor, we've left a link to the merch store in the description of wherever you are listening or watching this show because I know you watch it and listen to it all the time, right, Connor? Every day. 
You can get your male hygiene and grooming tools and take care of everything below your belt from manscaped.com and use the promo code RayRoute and you'll save yourself 20% and get free international shipping. So take care of your boys and get all of your male hygiene and grooming tools at manscaped.com. All right, I want to look at the YouTube community page here because some people did leave some comments here. Shredder Will says, obviously the catch in the Super Bowl against Atlanta is unreal. Really going to miss this guy. So a lot of people are remembering Super Bowl 53. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that catch obviously is going to go down as like the number one uh, memory for Julian Edelman because it's going to go down as one of the number one plays of in, in NFL history. I mean, just the fact that he caught that football and the greatest comeback of all time in the Super Bowl, that play is always going to go down as an enormous one. Shane Hines says Julian is retired. He's not playing for anybody else, so he's on the same page as you and I, Connor. 100%. I'm completely in agreement. KBG Michi says, My favorite Edelman moment is the Super Bowl 51 bobbling catch. My favorite game of his Super Bowl was Super, favorite game was Super Bowl 53, where he was unguardable and the only receiver able to do anything. Yeah, that's a very good point. I feel like he was the only one outside of that uh, long Gronkowski catch that did anything that game until obviously the very end when Burkhead and uh, Sony Michelle put it on ice and they, they were able to run the football. But that was very tough for them to get anything going on offense, and Edelman was just consistently getting o- opened and consistently picking up chunk yards that game. I know we're not doing the live chat, but I want to ask you this question uh, coming from 1023 Entertainment. Who's the biggest Super Bowl hero, Jules or Butler? Overall, I would say Julian Edelman, but the the one single play, uh, Butler, just because that, that was that interception to ice the game when it looked like they were definitely going to lose. But Julian Edelman had multiple Super Bowls where he performed ridiculously well. So in that sense, I'll say Edelman. I don't think Butler ever got them to a Super Bowl. Julian Edelman got them to Super Bowls yep, as along exactly. with, with Brady. And that's why I give it to Jules right, right. because you got to get there to win it. Yeah, no, I agree. I, th- I think Butler obviously was just that one play, which granted it was a, just an insane play, but Julian Edelman more as overall. I'm just a guy, pretty simple, says, I remember late Sunday night and I was about to go to sleep when I walked down the stairs to see the catch at the moment. I sat on the couch and watched to the end. I loved watching him play. I'm hoping Oshesky will be the next Edelman or Welker. I do not think Gunnar Oshesky will be the next Edelman or Welker. I don't either. Um, I think there's a much better chance of Bourne taking that type of a position. I don't. I think it's kind of unfair to hope that he lives up to Julian Edelman's expectations or to fill his shoes because Edelman's career was just second to none in a Patriots uniform. So it's going to be very difficult for him to do that. But I, I think he's he's going to be a pretty good fill in for the next couple of years, and and he's going to play the position well. Go-Kart says, Jules is my favorite player, so if he goes to Tampa, I'm going to be pissed. I'm just the guy I responded with. I swear to God, I'll put a hole in the wall. And Roquad just said, he retired. You don't have to worry. Yeah, I agree. He retired. We don't have to worry. Especially when he came out with that video and everything. I, I was happy to see that because then that just solidified the fact that his knees messed up, man. The wheels finally fell off. He's going to go do something else. Again, good for Julian Edelman. I'm happy for him. And as sad as it is that he's retiring, I'm happy for him. Lee Nelson gives what can only be a Bill Belichick response saying, he's retiring. I wish it didn't have to end this way. The Patriots might have to draft a wide receiver early now. (laughs) They might. Hey, they might. Although, let's be honest, I don't think as great as Julian Edelman's always been, I don't think he was a big part of their wide receiver plan this season or going forward. We were hoping he was going to come back and be able to play in a a limited capacity this season and contribute, but I don't think we, any one of us had Julian Edelman being the number one receiver this year. Your boy Felix says what he should do is is just retire. He did. I saw this is based on... I don't think we knew yet. I don't think anyone is going to pick him up. I wish he could retire as a champion, but I know this isn't going to happen. If he wouldn't have retired, do you think he actually would have? Do you think he actually would have found a job somewhere? Yes. I mean, I don't think he would go somewhere and play somewhere else. I think he was prepared to just either play in New England or retire. I think those were the only two options in, in Edelman's mind. But I think if the Patriots just outright cut him and said you're off the team this year and he still thought that he could play, I absolutely think he would be able to find a job in the league. Lord Varsh says, going to miss such a great player, such a great example of where hard work and talent you can get. Many defining moments in the playoffs, magical moments involved in game-winning games at the most crucial moments. Enjoy retirement, Jules. Yeah, 
that perfectly sums it up, man. That's exactly what I've been saying. He came through clutch all the time, and we sh- we should be happy for him that he's he's going on and he's he's going to do something else, man. I'm happy for the guy. Jack Morrow uh, offends me a little bit. It says Patriots got to take a wide receiver with the 15th pick. Now they only got Nelson Kendrick and a couple of no names. I will, I cannot and will not accept Jacoby Myers being called a no name. That's a very good point. After the season that he had last year, he's definitely shown us that he's fully capable of being legitimate. I don't think Jacoby Myers is going to be a no name at all either. I actually think he's going to be borderline number two on this year, on this team and and rightfully so. And last is our boy Bruce, also a Patreon member. And he's actually in the chat right now. Connor, you owe him a personal apology. So why don't you say a personal apology to Bruce? Bruce, I personally apologize to you for whatever it is that I have done. For how about missing his super chat last night? I missed your super chat. I missed everyone's super chat. I apologize. I was half asleep at the wheel over here. Bruce says the Edelman pass, the pass, uh, the pass could cause a lot of arguments with my Ravens fan friend at the time. Yeah, I'm sure uh, Ravens fans weren't happy with the double pass. Ravens fans have never been happy with anything the Patriots have done, though. They also blamed the fact that they covered Shane Vereen when he actually couldn't run a route on Bill Belichick, tricking them. They didn't know the playbook. They should take some personal responsibility. The Ravens are led by Halbauer, who's one of the biggest crybabies in the league. So I'm sure they, they cried about that pass, even though it was completely legal. And so wasn't everything else the Patriots did to him. They, they just beat them. The Ravens for a long time were the Patriots' sons. I mean, it just was what it was. But I agree. That was a great play. It's a great series. Why don't you pull a couple of the chats up before we finish off with the Instagram comments? Here's a here's one from uh, Joshua Littlejohn, which uh, it's a good question. Is Bird still on the free agent market? Uh, I believe he is, yes. Is he? Okay. No, no I'll, I'll confirm that, but I believe he still is. Also, speaking of the uh, Ravens, there was a great moment thanks to this man, Billy Cundiff. The, the, the field goal went left, man. Yep. That was 12, right? Yep. That was Julian Edelman was playing cornerback that game. They, yes, he uh, was. I think Dov Kleiman put it out today. He was covering Anquan Bolden. Anquan Bolden, yes, he was. Uh, Cole says Super Bowl 51, the catch. Yep. Yep. I think that will always be the one. You will call a personal apology as well. Cole, I apologize to you as well. I missed your super chat. Don't worry, Ray, Ray got you tonight. Uh, Demir Bird is a free agent. He is, okay. I think we got to do this one. Oh, sorry. Right. Oh, Marcus. Marcus. Were you bringing him up too? Yeah. So we were both pulling up the same one? Yeah. Marcus Han has ever seen the 100% documentary of Jules Ray and Connor? Ever see it? Will forever. I have seen it. I have seen it. I watched it the second it came out, and I don't really watch TV, so. Yep, I watched it on, I think it's on Amazon, right? I think that's where I watched it. It was very good. Um, or I watched yeah, it was it, on something. Or I watched it on Crave here. I don't know if you guys have Crave there. I think Crave is a Canadian streaming don't. service. I think it originally came out on like Showtime or something. And okay, I then, had, I wa- then I watched it on Crave because Crave, we get HBO and Showtime shows on it. Yeah, it might have been HBO or Showtime, so uh, that ended up on my father's cable bill. Sorry, Dad, but. That's probably what what happens back in the oh. day when that came out because I needed to see that documentary. It was very good, by the way. See, I get Crave free with my cable service. Nice. And we get all the Showtime and HBO stuff. There you go. Um, here's one from C- CNS420. Would you like to see AB back? Yes, uh, I no. would. You would? Okay. I absolutely would. I think he's still a great talent. I think he'd be amazing on this team. Everything we know about Antonio Brown is he is great in the locker room. Now, do I think Antonio Brown is coming back? Not a chance. No way Robert Kraft is bringing that that mess back in. But there's a reason Brady wanted him in Tampa Bay. I don't think he was a problem in the dressing room. Right. Yeah, no, I I don't think so either. I think a lot of the guys that play with Antonio Brown actually like him as a teammate. I agree, though. I just do not see him coming back. Not Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, that's that's true. Although I don't I don't know if it's if it's Ben or if it's A B on that one. Um, okay, I do want to get to the uh, Instagram chats. We'll we'll finish off with the live chat. All right. So Typhoon Plague says, thankfully he retired. So I think he was in our, our boat where we were maybe nervous that he was going to go play for another team. 
Yep. Liam Nees said the 2014 double pass, the 24-point comeback versus Denver. You're too old. His Super Bowl MVP and his quote about Lionel Richie. I don't remember him having a quote yeah, about Lionel Richie. I but. do. It's in America's game. It's like nice. What is it? He quotes it. It's something that yeah, he quotes Lionel Richie in America's game. He he was good in those America games too, when he was doing like his like dolphin sonar with Brady and all that stuff. I don't remember. Oh, dude, it's free on YouTube, man. You got to go watch it. Uh, Shane Hines says Julian Edelman is going to reti- retire as a New England Patriot 100%. Uh, Colt Ryan says, uh, I'm sure it says something else. Probably seeing him every Super Bowl. He's just so clutch. Anytime you need a catch, he's there. Yep, 100%. That was it for Instagram. We didn't get a lot of Instagram. So if you want to pull up a few more chats before we will do three more and then we'll wrap this up for the night. All right. We got one here. Uh, Dark Minute Man says, and the Patriots were an Edelman away from possibly winning Super Bowl 52. And that's a very good point. Um, I kind of forgot about that for a second. Edelman was obviously injured and he was just such a big part of everything. If he was there, he could have been the missing piece because every single game, every single team that he was a part of, they were a winning team and they had the opportunity to win the Super Bowl. So without Edelman, yeah, that, that he's all, he could have just been the missing piece. Um, so Brady would have put up like 600 yards and just shattered all the NFL records. Oh, I thought he was going to play defense in that one. Oh, that's what I thought. I was going to say, because, yeah, if he was playing cornerback, absolutely. Right. I mean, he he couldn't have been worse than, I think it was Brad Amosi, who they had out there at one point. No, it wasn't Brad It wasn't Matt Amosi. It was, what's his name? You've called they him out by name. They had a few of them. Um, Brad Amosi, they had, uh, who was the other one that was out there? I, I thought it was Brad Amosi who missed that tackle on, like, third and four in the open field. See, Super Bowl Forty Nine was... Kyle Arrington, and that's how Malcolm Butler got into the game. Oh, yeah. Because Kyle Arrington was getting absolutely destroyed, and then they brought they brought Butler in to take on Curse, and they shifted not Revis, the other one, the old CFL player. Oh, I don't know. He's in, he's in jail now. Oh, Browner. Yeah, Brandon Browner shifted him over to Matthews, I think it was, and that's yep. basically it just uh, took it out. Jordan Richards. Jordan Richards, oh yeah, him as well. Yeah, he was he was not good. I'll leave it at that. Eric Rowe, my most least Eric Rowe. favorite Ugh. New England Patriot of all time. Also very bad. Yeah, also very, very bad. Fortunately, just just yeah, I'll leave it at that. Very bad. Uh, Randy Moss here says also Ray and Connor must set up a tour. Also, Connor, your couch looks so cozy. Um, so I I, get- I looked at that comment. Yeah. I stared at that comment and thought to myself, I hope Connor doesn't pick that comment. It, they've said it many times, many, many times. Um, yeah, my couch, I don't, I don't know what to say about that. I don't really sit on it, but I think it's co- I think it's comfortable. And um, we'll see. we got to get vaccines, then we'll set up a tour. Uh, Dear Pat's Nation, what do you think of the Patriots being one of the two teams attending Fields' second pro day? I think that means they're doing their full due diligence on quarterbacks. I have not discounted anybody for uh, – I, I have not discounted the Patriots doing anything or anything. The Patriots could trade up and get Justin Fields. They could stay where they are. They could trade back. They could trade up for Kyle Pitts. They could give me a call and say, do you want to come be our water boy? They could call Connor to be their left tackle. I have not discounted anything. I have made myself eligible for the draft. I've been eligible for the last 15 years. Nobody has drafted me yet, but I'm still holding on to hope. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think it means they're obviously interested. I just don't know if he's going to be there. I, I think it makes sense that they're going to go. I, uh, they're looking for a quarterback, obviously. They're definitely in the mix. So I think it makes sense for them to at least show up and see what happens, but I don't think it – I'm not looking too much into it. Randy Moss wants to see the studio. You're seeing the studio. Here's it's the studio. A, it, it's a four-by-four four, four four space. It has lights, my computer monitors, my microphone, and my camera. It's, it's, not, it's not overly exciting to see. Um, all right, guys. You know, 
we're going to finish off with our obvious our expertise reaction to trading for taylor hall i'll tell you what my reaction to trading for taylor hall is taylor hall is a kid that so he started with edmonton and he was a part of the Edmonton Oilers when they were they like they had like the first Edmonton had the first round picks for like what it's like three or four years in a row. They just kept getting the first round pick over and over again. Taylor Hall, I never thought Edmonton should have got rid of him. Then he went to New Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. He got traded to New Jersey. And he went he, he went to New Jersey. I think he did pretty well his first year too there. And Edmonton was looking pretty stupid. I'm not entirely sure. Where they went, where if he went anywhere else after that, or where they came from. But uh, I think that Taylor Hall is a good kid that could contribute to the Bruins, especially if he doesn't have to come in and be a big player and he can just kind of fit in. I think he'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah, my reaction to the the Taylor Hall trade from when he went from the other team to uh, the Bruins for the hockey was that um, he's he's going to be good when he plays on the ice. I think he he skates, so that's very good. So I I think it's going to be really good for uh, Mr. Hall when he comes to the Bruins and plays hockey for them. I'm pretty sure that he went from Buffalo. Sorry, so he went to New Jersey to Buffalo. I bet you that McChicken is shitting his pants right now, though, that I actually knew some of his lineage. That I yeah. knew he started in Edmonton. I knew he got traded to the Devils. Yep. I knew that he played for another team before the Bruins. <laughs> He's, he he played hockey somewhere else, and now he plays for the Bruins. I lost track of, of where he went after the Devils because he was playing like Connor McDavid went went over to Edmonton, who's like oh. Connor Mc... Yeah, McDavid, yeah. Edmonton had so many first-round draft picks, like first yeah. overalls. I mean, <laughs> do you have any idea who Connor McDavid is? I, I I think he's like Conor McGregor's cousin, maybe. Okay, Conor McDavid, I th- like, is arguably the best player in the NHL. I I've never heard of him. <laughs> never heard of him. You know who no. PK Subban is? I do. I know who he is at least. PK Subban's a legend here. Started in Montreal. Sense. Then he went yeah. to Nashville. I have no idea where he is now. He did one of the pizza reviews with Dave Portney. I know him. You know Carey Price is? No. Tuka Rask? Tuka Rask, yes. Yes, I know Tuka Rask. Doesn't Lucic play for Edmonton or played for Edmonton? Didn't he play with him in... in, in uh, didn't Lucic get traded to Edmonton and play with... You gotta ask McChicken on that one. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I think he did. I think they played together. How's that, McChicken? I gave you enough. Did I not give you enough? I gave you at least a starting of his lineage. There you go. Carey Price is a Canadian hero, and you upset a lot of Canadians. Wow. How dare I, you? How dare you, McChicken? He shut out. I remember like in the Olympics when he shut out the U.S., and then we were on our way. Then we won the gold medal. I think they beat Sweden in the finals for the gold medal. You, sir, watch your mouth. That's right. Lucic did play in Edmonton. I knew it. See? Yes. See? Told See? you. <laughs> telling you guys that telling you guys that guys thank you everybody who watched live on youtube tonight thank you for everybody who participated in the live chat we appreciate you all more than you know uh thanks for those who are watching the replay don't forget to hit that like button drop a comment thank you to all our new subscribers and thank you to all the ogs who were here for almost every show and thanks to everybody who's listening on the podcast or whatever platform you are using we appreciate all the support from our audience as we try to build this community of football and patriot fans guys We'd like you to know again and thank Manscaped for supporting Deer Pats Nation and helping to make this show possible. Go to manscaped.com. Use that code RayRoute to save yourself 20% and get free shipping when you purchase your male grooming products from manscaped.com. Connor, the only thing I got left is tell me about those Patriots. They're going to be legit, kid.